This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome into Lake Night, News Talk 830-WCCO. Henry Lake and the Hammer hanging out here until 1 a.m. I'm at Target Field. As I was last night. Outcome's a little bit different tonight. 5-3 Twins fall to Detroit. But I feel pretty confident that the Twins will uh, bounce back tomorrow with one Joe Ryan on the mound facing the Detroit Tigers in the final game of this three-game series. Um, The talk of the day and the news of the day surrounds the Minnesota Twins and the trade deadline. So... I guess that I'll I'll mention it this way. Yesterday here at Target Field, I noticed something. And I'm not going to mention which individual. But there there's somebody that's here that's they're a big deal. I saw them on their phone a ton. And so I didn't really make that much of I mean, I, I was thinking about it at the time, I'm like, hmm. They're on their phone a lot. And I really don't see them on their phone a ton all the time here at Target Field. Rarely. I'm like, is something going to happen? Are they going to make a move? Didn't ask any questions. Didn't make any, any you know, a big deal about it. But I thought about it. And then when you get to today and you start seeing the names that, that they acquired, you could tell that, yes, it was most, you know, more likely than not that, the deals and the stuff was being being put into motion yesterday to get um, Tyler Maley, Jorge Lopez, as well as um, Michael Former to Minnesota. And Hammer mentioned it earlier in final pitch, and I echo his sentiments and I agree with him. I look at at today as a good day for the Minnesota Twins organization. I think that you have enhanced your chances of winning the division. I think that you've improved your team here right now in the short term. And I like what they've done. Because we all knew that the Twins needed to shore up in terms of adding an arm to that starting rotation. And you knew that they needed to shore up the bullpen. And they took a couple of swings today at doing that. Now, one thing that I'm not going to do is I'm not going to get into this whole, well, we gave up um, some really good prospects. But 
because you know why I'm not going to ever do that is because I can't tell you about these prospects. Like, if somebody wants to give you a rundown of the prospects and say that the Twins did poorly in their transactions today, then those people are the diehard gurus that are covering the minor leagues and prospects 24-7. And that's not me. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you or to say to Hammer, well, Hammer, I, I don't like what happened today because we gave up too much. I I can't say that because I don't know that to be the case. Where I'm going to pivot to and say that you gave up too much is maybe something along the lines of a Rudy Gobert trade, right? Where you've actually seen the players that are involved in the transaction, okay? I know what Patrick Beverly brings. I know what Malik Beasley is. I know uh, giving away a first-round pick in, you know, four different drafts, what, what the equivalent of that is as opposed to some of the other transactions that are made. I can't here sit here and say to you that, you know, a couple of the kids that you drafted in last year's draft that you're moving out, um, they're going to come back to bite us. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you and say that. I'm just going to tell you that I think that this team is a better team today than they were yesterday. Now, did it factor into them winning a ball game tonight? No, of course it didn't, but – they didn't have their full complement of players, okay? So we'll see how we move forward, and we'll see what um, what they do with these transactions and how they make this team better. But I like what they did today. But what did you guys think of it? Out there in Twins territory, were you impressed with what the Twins did? Did you like what they did? Was there did, – did they, did they miss out on a player that you wanted them to go after? Do you like what they did? Are you frustrated that they didn't add a bat? 651-461-9226, because I'm with Hammer. I like what they did today. I think that anybody out there that loves the Twins or loves Major League Baseball would say, yeah, I would I would like to see them make a play for Shohei Otani. Oh, I want Juan Soto. That's <laughs> Did you think that that was happening when you woke up this morning? Did you think that the Minnesota Twins were going to be in the, in the sweet stakes, in the sweet stakes for, for Otani? Maybe Hammer did. I, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that, but maybe maybe Hammer was. But I like what they did. Hammer, you said that you like what they did as well. Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, they addressed the major needs on this team. I mean, the bullpen there, you know, it seems like they've been held together with duct tape here for like the last month or so. So they had some quality relievers there. And, you know, they have an opening for a number of five starter position, which they don't really have a true guy there. Now they do with Maley. So I'm very happy with what they added in the pitching-wise. Would I like the extra bat? Sure, but, you know, you can't always get everything you want at the trade deadline. It just doesn't work out that way. And the other thing about all of this that I do want to mention is that, and you just kind of touched on it, Hammer, is that we have had that feeling, like, going into the All-Star break and even coming out of the All-Star break, it, it, it did have this feeling like this organization, this team, was clinging on for dear life. It was almost like they were they – were, they were hanging on the side of a capsized boat waiting for a little bit of help, right? And I think a lot of people were like, get this team some help at the trade deadline. Get this team some help. 
and you got him some help. But that that's, that was just the feeling yeah. the last, it seems like, the last couple of weeks. I could be wrong, but that's how I felt. Yeah, I mean, the position Twins are now in their first place in the division, you had to be a buyer here. You couldn't just stand pat and just hope that the uh, Cleveland or Chicago didn't make any moves. And by the way, Cleveland and Chicago didn't really make any moves today, so you kind of benefit there as well. But the fact is, like, you were in a position to sell because you're in first place. You, got, you owe it to your fans, like, look, we've made it this far. We're first place. We have a chance to win the division and maybe win a series in the wild card round. Let's add to our team and get some players. They can, they can help us this year. They help us next year, too, because Maley's under contract for next year, and so is uh, Jorge Lopez. So that's about that's a bonus right there, I think. Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. Yeah, uh, I did not hear the name. Who is calling from Minneapolis? It is John in Minneapolis. John in Minneapolis. What's up, John? Hey, Lake. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? Good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I, I'll just sort of uh, add on to, to what, uh, what you've said, honestly, and, and what a previous caller said in that I, I do like um, what, what they did today. Um, I think w- what I like especially is, number one, they didn't, give up their key top key players because you know they got people that wanted them and they held back on giving up whoever not just players on the top team but top key prospects in their farm system right so i I like that they didn't give up their top priorities and and the the contract longevity is important um i mean I, i we've heard uh, the management talked about that. Uh, and given how this team works, they're they're not a go year to year and get you know get players uh, one and done players type system. So it, it makes sense for how the team generally works. Um, and I don't know. It, it's not like it's a recipe for a World Series win, but given the <laughs> track record we've gotten used to. I think this is a successful trade deadline, to say the least. You're going to have um, Tyler control over him for next season. Also, with Lopez, the next couple of years, Fulmer's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So, yes, you're right. Like you added in terms of your bullpen, you've also added to your starting rotation, and you do give yourself um, uh, you're working yourselves into a situation where you're going to have arms for next year too. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Yeah, the, the the bullpen in my mind going in the bullpen was the biggest need, um, and they did their best to shore it up. Could they have done better? Of course, but what would they have to have given up to have done better? Yep. That, All right. Yep. That, and, that, that's where I think they did well. All right. Thanks for the phone call. Six five one four six one nine two two six. I think in hindsight now, I think that we all would look at the Taylor Rogers deal and say it didn't work out. That was a deal that didn't work out. I know Hammer's happy because now he's in Milwaukee, and I just don't. I, I am happy. Yeah, I know you are, and I don't. I don't know why. I don't. I'm sorry, the, the hater. I mean, I think the Padres should have should have held on to. But anyway, that's 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 another story. Six five one four six one nine two two six. When we uh, come back from break, let's get to what uh, some of the thoughts, some of the opinions, uh, some of the quotes from Derek Falvey. Uh, talking about acquiring Lopez and Maylee from Baltimore and Cincinnati. Let's hear from the uh, the Twins exec coming up next year on Lake Nine. All right, the Twins making some deals at the trade deadline today. 
Tyler Maley, Jorge Lopez, Michael Fulmer. Welcome, guys. Fulmer just had to just go across the, uh, you know, just down the hall. <laughs> She's already in town. How cool is that? It, it reminded me of the uh, Doug McKeevich trade back in 04 when he was in that four-way deal with the uh, Red Sox, the Cubs, and I forget who the other team was. But the uh, Red Sox were in town that weekend, so basically McKeevich just gathered stuff out of the locker room, just walked across the hallway to the clubhouse to put his stuff in there. And, and it happened yesterday with, uh, was it Christian Vasquez? Uh, I believe Vasquez? so, yeah. Yeah, oh, Houston and Red Sox, they, they did a deal, a similar deal. Yesterday in Houston, so that was. Uh, it's always weird when that kind of you know transpires and happens. But but anyway, let's hear from uh, Derek Falby from the Minnesota Twins. Uh, him talking earlier today, and uh, just starting with uh, adding or, or talking about the impact of of the deals that they made today. And the guys that we acquired, we had an impact in every spot. I think uh, Tyler Maley is someone who we felt really good about. We've actually had conversations with them going back to the last couple of seasons. Uh, Michael Fulmer is a guy we've watched really pitch well against us. And Jorge Lopez has been one of the best closers in the game this year. So we knew we needed to add to that space. Uh, We were able to do that. We added some depth catching in Sandy Leone, too, a veteran guy who we think could help us along the way here. So it's just we're really excited about the group that we have in that clubhouse. But to be able to add what we did just just feels really good. All right, so what about the uh, sustainability about what you were able to get done? It's not that I don't like rental players, right? We have some. We've acquired them in the past. But anytime you're giving up prospect you know, depth that's going to help you, control matters, right? So if we know we can build, we now already look at our roster for next year and know we've filled some gaps that we knew we were going to have in the offseason. That's a nice place to be. The word I use all the time, I know you guys joke with me about sustainability, but like, that's it. I mean, that's the way you do it. you got to kind of keep an eye, one eye on the present, one eye on the future, and that's what we did hopefully again this deadline. All right, Delvin, uh, Derek, <laughs> Derek. Falvey, uh, tell me, what is the message to the team? Before the deadline, what, what we said was we're going to find it. We believe in this team. You know, We said it from the get-go. We felt that way all year, and we wanted to find a way to supplement it. And we did that, and we infused some, hopefully some energy in that room and, and a chance to go play baseball the way we want to. we got to get healthier. We know that. right? We've had some injuries. We've had some guys go down. But I can tell you, when I look in that room now and I look around, I think it's a really good team that's going to go compete. First goal is AL Central, right? And that's, that's where we have to go, and I feel we can do that. And that's where you got to start. I'm totally with Derek on that. Uh, I like Derek. That, that that's the first thing is is making sure you win this division. Uh, let's hear from Lopez on being traded to the Twins. It's something you don't expect it, but at the same time you see that coming. A lot of things are talking and expectation, all that stuff. But you don't, as a player, you don't get distracted to those things. But I already got traded to like this for me just. Another blast, uh, completely life change, and I'm just really thankful for the Orioles, what they've been doing, and, and what is coming to to the new chapter to the Minnesota Queens, and just to happen is something really special. I know they got a really good group, and I'm gonna do everything I I, I can to to keep competing and to the mindset of to get that World Series. Really grateful on, on this new chapter, and I can't wait to, to see what is what is next. Man, I can't wait to see you get to work in that bullpen, my man. I'm telling you right now, an all-star guy. Uh, Lopez, I'm talking here about what allowed him to have success this season. Oh, a lot of things. Uh, it's a drill effort since the first day uh, we talked about how important it is to take care of 
our body take care, our delivery take care, you know, the right mindset to keep competing. And, you know, I'm so thankful for the staff, the players, and where they always do everything for us and my family, and they get me locked in every time. It's a really special team where it's become really, really our success from the last two years where they've been really battle with it. It was another opportunity to just give in everything on the field. Really thankful for the staff again, and I can't describe any any better than, than my feeling towards them. Always going to be forever. Never going to forget that. And I guess lastly, this is Lopez on his comfort level of closing games late. I always say, you know, when you get to the new opportunity, you keep learning how on your uncomfortable things, you know, you, you just go there and compete. I don't think uh, you don't get any comfort in, in any spot. You just have to do it and work for it and just put yourself to the position where you can just stay positive and you can do this. So really thank you for, for all the work, hard work we did and just can't wait to to get to, to the this team and do the same thing. All right, that was Lopez. I look forward to hearing from uh, May Lee as well as former and everybody else when they get into the fold here um, with the, uh, the Minnesota Twins. All right, uh, but we will take a break, take a look at the local weather uh, here from Paul Douglas. And then coming up next, um, hey, I, I got to say this right now, and I know that the producer of the show, he feels, has to feel the same way, an extreme sigh of relief for all Minnesota Wild hockey fans. We get to that next here on Lake Night. All right, welcome back to Lake Night. I guess Hammer's in some sort of mood here because I don't know what the heck he's playing right now. But, Smashing um, Pumpkins. It's what? Smashing Pumpkins. And, and and can you tell me why we're playing Smashing Pumpkins, please? I just picked it randomly. <laughs> I- Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I had to go. I, I didn't have a bumper queued up, so I had to go to the array and pick one, and I grabbed something, figure, oh, Smash Pumpkins, that would be good. And so basically, not the right song you're, you're playing Smashing Pumpkins on late night because you screwed up. I, okay, it wouldn't be that harsh on it. It's just that I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I'm trying no. to I'm trying to do three things here at once. I'm trying to podcast here. I'm trying to edit stuff here. 
There's a lot going on back here. I'm giving you a hard time because which I, I deserve. Th- I, I thought that you were trying to tell me something via the musical selection about this conversation we're going to have and about you know Kirill Kaprizov. Ninety-three percent of the time, that's what I try to do here. Yeah. This time, though, I w- it was not because I just was off key. I mean, okay. we had a shorter break than normally planned. All right. So look, <laughs> I, I gotta say this, man, and and I, I, I'm pretty sure you're probably with me on this. I think I am. And like every other Minnesota Wild fan. I breathed such a massive sigh of relief when I first heard about this. So yesterday was what Michael Russo from The Athletic said that uh, Kirill was going to be back here, uh, but he's back in the States or he's coming back to the States. He should be arriving back in the state of Minnesota on Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, and he's back. I've been so concerned about this entire ordeal about Kirill Kaprizov and his whereabouts ever since what was it the day or it was a day or two before the draft, and then the report came up um, that he was trying to flee Russia or he was trying to get out of Russia, and there was some questions about what was it a military ID or something like that. And, I believe so. Yes. And there was another player or players that were being detained, and so I've been concerned because we've all been concerned about Brittany Griner, right? And so what did I tell you at the time, Hammer? I told you at the time I said, man. I'm concerned about this because we know that Vladimir Putin is going to play a lot of games. Like, like po- po- politi- po- uh, he's going to use um, the politics of everything that's happening in the world today to try to control athletes. Okay, and he will do this not only with Americans like Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan, but also with Russians. Okay, because can you imagine what we would feel, how heartbroken we would be if Kirill was not a part of this team oh, this season? Oh, you're absolutely right here. I mean, the war in Ukraine has not gone the way he anticipated going. So basically, he's got to use whatever leverage he can to try to maintain control. It means keeping Russian players back overseas instead of coming here to play in the NHL. He'll do that. It's... I was concerned about it, and I was concerned from afar. I remember sitting in my hotel room in the Palazzo watching the NFL uh, – not NFL, the NHL draft. And remember, they asked Bill Guerin about it. I think it was Emily Kaplan. She was doing uh, – she was covering the draft, right, for ESPN, and she asked him about it, and, and he wasn't concerned about it, right? I'm not concerned about it because he's back. But I got to say this right now. That night, I don't know how you felt about it, but I was, I was concerned about it that night. But now that we are, what was that, two and a half weeks ago? Now almost that we, a month ago, actually. Almost all, all right, so almost a month ago. Now that we are about a month removed from those reports, now I feel good, but I feel good because it's August the 2nd, and before you know it, those guys will be back at training camp and we'll have a Minnesota Wild season. But it's one of those deals, Hammer, where – until you actually lay eyes on the on the on the on the player, you don't feel great about it. Yeah, you you, you still feel uncomfortable about the situation. You know why? Because you're dealing with Russia. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't too concerned because Garen wasn't concerned, and let's face it, he knows more about what's going on than I do. So I figured. Uh, I think he was bluffing, though. He, he, I think you, he was you know, concerned. He, he may have been bluffing, but he didn't show it at least. And so uh, he, nah, he, he at least he, I didn't see it. When, when he talked to Emily Kaplan on the um, on the on the draft that night, he, you didn't get a sense that he no. was. Mm, I didn't. Really, I did not. 
Okay, all right. Because I remember. No, maybe it's a good poker phrase. I don't know, but I I just felt like if he's not worried about this, then I'm not going to worry about this because he clearly knows more about what's going on than I do. Yeah, I just think that the the initial reporting on it, um, it 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 seemed like there might have been. He was expressing optimism, but I don't. There's a difference between being a little bit optimistic. But at the same time, not being confident. Yeah. If you see, if you if you know what I'm saying, because uh, I'm looking at the I, reports I know now. that better than anybody else. All right. So he, he said he said this is the initial report, and this is going back to July the sixth with Kareel. I've talked to his agent. We're just trying to find out as much information as we can. We really don't. I don't even know how credible the report was. So he was. He didn't really know. So he there was no confidence. Now I'm not saying that he was. That he was overly concerned, but you would think that you'd be concerned. It's your star player. And then he would go on to say, it's the first time I heard it. Like I said, all I'm trying to do is get information and not jump the gun or push the panic button on anything. So when he said that a month ago, I'm not saying that he was freaking out. I'm not saying that he thought that the season was over and that Kirill was not going to make it back. But... There was no confidence in those statements. Those quotes in, in those that paragraph, that's not a confident GM. Now, do I think that the GM is confident now? Heck yeah, because he's back here in Minnesota. But at that particular time, there was so much uncertainty because you just didn't know anything at that time. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. And let's face it, with the uh, leader of Russia right now, the way who knows what he's thinking exactly. I mean, just this war hasn't gone the way he planned and everything. You know, I think he's desperate. I mean. If they have to keep NHL players over there to like recruit them back in the military, he would do that. Yep. I wouldn't have to pass him at all. And he went on to say, and he's doing fine. He's with his friends and with his family. You know what? There's always just a bit of mystery, but not overly concerned. And you know what, Hammer? This may be something that Minnesota Wild fans have to deal with for the next few years. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, th- this might be just an off-season thing that when Kirill is, you know, in the off-season back home, yeah. you're concerned about him. And let's face it, he's also, like, what, a 20-year-old kid, 21-year-old kid? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's still a pretty young age to be far away from home. And also, you've got the military aspect to it. Yes. Right? And what you're supposed to do for your country, um versus, you know, being in another yeah. country and working here because, you know, this is I mean, his job. It's fine that right now because he's back here in the country, but, you know, a year from now, who knows where we're going to be at with all this. I mean, yep. there's so many variables that are in play. We just don't know how this is going to turn out. But be honest. Did you did you have a drink when you heard this? When you saw this support from Michael Russo, did you go ahead and pour you a little, a little sippy? I did not. You cracked open a beer. Yes, I, you did. I did not. I would have had a beer in my house, but I don't have any beer in my I'm house. I'm pretty sure that Hammer had a cold one today when it was like 90, 90, 90, what, 97 or whatever it was today. Okay, I'm just going to clarify something right now. Just because I'm from Wisconsin doesn't mean I drink all the time. I, I thought that that was a requirement for all, everybody from Wisconsin. Yeah, if you live over there, why do you, the yeah, if you live over there, why do you think I moved? It's in, it's in the jeans, though, man. Yeah, you, you can get rid of that. Are you a Packer fan? Oh, God, no. You know my loyalty lies in the Pacific Northwest. I um, 
Did I tell you about the time that I um, had relations with a Packer fan? You showed me the picture, actually. Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you approved. I said, like Tupac said, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> and she could drink. Hey, you did what you had to do. And she could drink. I'm sure she could. My gosh. You Wisconsin people, man. My people. Your people. My goodness. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, we've got headlines. That's next on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to Lake Nine here on The Good Neighbor News Talk, 830 WCCOs. Time for headlines. That is where Hammer, his name is Craig, he goes through local, national, business, various different headlines, and he goes through, gives some of the specifics, and I react, and let's start it. We'll start in Brooklyn Park, where a man shot by an on-duty security officer at the Huntington Place apartment complex has reportedly died. Security officer reported, reportedly heard a woman screaming for help at the complex. We found her. A 60-year-old man was trying to stab her. Security officer ordered the man to drop the knife, and we did shots were fired. The man was said to take the local air hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. Brooklyn Park Police Deputy Chief Mark Burley said they're investigating the shooting and information will be turned over to the county attorney. However, charges not expect to be brought against the security guard whose name has not been released. Well, you know, um, based on this report, it sounds like their job was done and they were trying to save somebody's life. Now, I'm not one that's always going to... <laughs> um, Immediately when you hear something in a report from a police department, you don't believe everything that you hear? Yes. But why in this particular instance would I – I don't know this is fact, but why would I feel as though like I'm being lied to here? Like if – you know, we, we, we all hear protect and serve, right? What were the specifics of this? How, do we have uh, – what is it, the uh, body cam footage and stuff like that? I'd, I'd like to think that all of this stuff right here in terms of this report is uh, is pretty darn accurate. But, yeah, I mean, the guy is trying to stab somebody. I mean, trying to kill somebody. We just What do we have just on the Apple River? We had somebody that was stabbed and killed, right, a 17-year-old yes. kid. So, so yeah, this is um, yeah. security and, and the police department did their job here. It is. Uh, national news. Residents of Georgia can claim embryos as dependence on their tax returns according to guidance issued Monday by tax officials in the state. The Georgia Department of Revenue said it released tax rules in the latest Supreme Court's June ruling overturning Roe v. Wade and of the state's abortion ban, which went into effect last month, and describes the embryo as a natural person, granted personhood status. The agency said that as of July 20th, it would recognize any unborn child with definable human heartbeat as eligible for the state's individual's income tax dependent exemption. That means, that means would-be parents may claim embryos as dependents after as early as six weeks gestation. Claiming dependent on their tax return allows Georgia residents to receive a 3000 dependent personal exemption for each embryo. Someone who's expected twins could claim 6000 under the new guidance. Georgia residents should be ready to provide medical records or other documentation if the State Department of Revenue wants the evidence, the guidance notes. All right, so help me with this one. Okay. Is this supposed to be something that they're trying to do politically in the fight to make people, um, I was wondering about that. I mean, keep kids. I mean, is this supposed to be something that's fighting abortion? Because that's the way it comes across. That's not going to work. 
Yeah, I'm not really sure what the end game here is with this. I, I but that's it's, that's not going to work. No, like n- no one is going to say, "Well, yeah, uh huh." This totally alters my entire life. This three thousand dollars, huh? I yeah, I'm not. And the whole yeah, if you got twins, you get double the money. <laughs> what? You see that? So someone who was expecting twins could claim six thousand. Yeah, your triples, oh. your triples, you get nine thousand. <laughs> what if you're the octo mom? Yeah, what's this? You then just then you're my, making it rain. You just stole the joke. You just stole my. I was just about to say octo mom. <laughs> uh, we worked the other way too long. Oh my gosh, you just stole. My, I we literally were thinking about. I was thinking about the same. I was like, what about octo mom? Yes, I'm rich. Uh. All right. <laughs> All right, Dave Chappelle. All right. Moving on to business news. <laughs> More Americans are switching up their shopping routines and heading down to dollar stores with inflation continuing to cause the price of groceries to skyrocket. From October 2021 to June of this year, the average spending on grocery discount chains such as Dollar Tree increased by 71%, while the spending at more popular big-name chains decreased by 5%, according to News Nation. The Consumer Price Index summary for June showed that inflation creeped up by 1.3% to 9.1%, Food, gasoline, shelter, where the indexes saw the biggest increases, as the food index jumped 1% in June, after 10.4% in the last 12 months. The food at home index increased by 1% in June, is now 12.2% over the last year. It's become very challenging for many Americans to afford all their usual groceries with price of meat, produce, and dairy all increasing. It's more challenging when you shop for healthy products while spending more than your budget. Despite all the price increases, Dollar Tree and fellow bargain store Dollar General announced huge first quarter sales increases at the end of May. Okay, so so... I ha- I talked about this very same topic when I filled in for Jason to Russia, and this was I might have been right after I came back from summer league. Okay, might have been, or maybe it was right before. But this is spot on because this is the same exact thing. That, and I took calls on this on this specific topic, and people said that yes, they were shopping more at Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Dollar General, uh, was it Family Dollar? Family Dollar. I just, I just went to one on Saturday. And and I just went to Dollar Tree like 10 days ago. Yeah. I went more in the pandemic to go get some of the, you know. Yeah. And this is before, like, everything skyrocketed. It was just something I started doing. Yeah. Let me, let, But let's be clear about this. Let's be clear about this. We're getting gouged. Yes. In terms of gas prices and a bunch of the stuff – we, the American people, are getting gouged. It does not; these prices do not have to be as high as they are. This is a bunch of crap. These companies are taking advantage of the American people, and they're trying to say, "Oh, well, uh, the presidency and this, that, the other, and inflation." No, you don't have to have these gas prices be like this. This is ridiculous. No, I agree. You're getting gouged. I mean, the reason I went to the Family Dollar on um, Saturday is because I was driving by one in St. Paul, and they're going out of business. I'm like. Let's see what deals are yet. Really? Yeah. I got some detergent for like 30% off. You didn't text me and tell me? Why didn't you let me in on the deal? I didn't know you needed detergent. Why didn't you throw me to oop? I'm telling you now. They're I still did. open. But you just told everybody. Well, yeah. Jeez. You, you like that too? I learned that in Kansas City. When you hook somebody up with a sale or, you know, like a, 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 a discount code, that's called throwing them the oop. Okay. All right. So you threw me the oop. 
So you threw all the listening audience to oop. Yeah, you know, give a little, give a little heads up there. <laughs> uh, now I will tell you this. Okay, it's kind of slim pickings there right now, but still, <laughs> I'm still sure it is. But you, you bought everything. I, I I bought one thing of detergent. <laughs> That's going to close for God's sake. <laughs> and you know, thirty percent off. I got a bargain there. I thought. Of course. All right, entertainment news. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is officially taking over for late Patrick Swayze in a Roadhouse remake. No, don't do this. What? I feel the same way as you. Oh do this. my gosh! Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Amazon confirmed the news of the project on Tuesday with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Edge of Tomorrow, Helmer, Doug Lindman set to direct Gyllenhaal in an updated version of the 1989 action thriller from the Matrix producer Joel Silver and the next guest screenwriter Anthony Bargosi. New take on the film features Gyllenhaal as a former UFC fighter. See, I'm not buying this already. Working as a bouncer in a grimy roadhouse in the Florida Keys, a relocation from the original Missouri setting, where she'll cover mysterious happenings to set him on a wild journey through the tropical locale. Swayze delivered an iconic turn in the original film, his character pairing with philosophy, poetry, and punches, cult following, and a handful of Razzie nominations on top of the film's $61 million gross. Gill's Roadhouse remake set to be a production in the Dominican Republic later this month. Release day is yet to be announced. This is terrible. I, could, I totally agree. Some classics should not be touched. Let Patrick Swayze rest in peace, please. This is terrible. Why... <sighs> We just we are so willing to mess with a good thing, aren't we? Have you ever seen the Family Guy episodes where they uh, do the roadhouse jokes and they just run them into the ground? No. Like Peter will just do a random roundhouse kick to somebody. He'll go roadhouse. <laughs> I, I just what are we doing here? We're, we're trying to make more money. Is what we're trying to do. This is a this is a terrible idea. We, we, there are always going to be bad ideas about yeah. doing remakes of classic movies and all that. We know that. That's like, like that's the thing. Here's how you should be doing. You should find like really bad movies the first time. Try to make those. See if you make them any better. At all. <laughs> yes, I agree. I mean, who Not wanna, classics? Who, who wants to see the new version of Ishtar? <laughs> I'm just saying. You're on fire tonight. Hammer's on fire, man. <sighs> and that is your headlines. All right, let's get a wrap up headlines here. On Lake Night. But coming up next, I I got bad vibes already about this Minnesota Vikings season. Irv Smith Jr., he's hurt again. What's the injury now? I'll tell you next on Lake Night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 